Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world, one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast, the podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. And hello, it is Gemma here with you today with our very special guest, Toby Coughlin. And welcome, Toby. Thanks for being here today. I'm so excited to have you. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. You are totally welcome. So let's get stuck in to today, shall we? And first of all, tell us a bit about you. Um, What do you do and who do you work with? So I am a weight loss coach and I'm a vegetarian myself. And so have a real specialty in working with vegetarians, which is kind of cool because a lot of the sort of traditional plans that you see out there, you know, are maybe not so appropriate for if, you know, if you don't eat red meat or those sorts of things. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. So, and how does what you do support coaches? Do you work with some coaches specifically or tell us about that? I have worked with some coaches specifically. Um, It's not the focus of my practice, but I was thinking about this. It's like, you know, sometimes um, we're so focused on supporting others that it's easy to forget to take care of ourselves. Mm. And I love that visual of um, on an airplane where they tell you, put the oxygen mask on yourself first, because you can't help anybody else until you've, you know, helped yourself. Um, So, so that's one thing, of course, just kind of focusing on ourselves. And then the other thing is that, you know, coaches, we, we still have human brains, right? And we believe our own stories. And I was just reminded of that the other day. Um, The gym I go to work out at moved and it's maybe 10 minutes further from my house. And I was just convinced it was a fact. I didn't have time to get to the gym (laughs) because it moved. And um, clearly, clearly, right? And I was coached on it and it's like, oh my God, I really truly believed that story, you know? So it's, we all can use somebody to have a look at the silly stories we tell ourselves. (laughs) Oh, that we can. (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah, let's get stuck into today's episode, which we're here to discuss and talk about eating healthy while running your coaching business. So this, I guess, is an important one to really think about because I know when we run coaching businesses, often the last thing we sort of think about is looking after ourselves in that way, right? So I guess my first question for you is quite general. Why is eating healthy important? Tell us all of the things. (laughs) Well, what's more important than our health? Yeah. Um, it's such an interesting question because I think, especially when you're running a business and if you're someone like me, who's a super high achiever and it's just like, I've got to do all of the things. That's the most important thing. And we do so much in our lives. 
we forget the number one. So when you ask me something like what's more important than your health, it's like it, my brain goes silent. It's like, hang on a minute. Actually, nothing's more important than that, you know? Yeah. But isn't it interesting that it even took a beat to think about that? And that's Absolutely. the thing, like we don't notice what's going really well. And, and, you know, until we have a problem, Mm -hmm. then suddenly we pay a lot more attention to it. And, and the thing is, is that um, what we eat and ultimately um, when we're particularly overweight really has dramatic um, impact on our health. There's Mm -hmm. all sorts of conditions that are um, related to our food choices. Um, I was just looking at the statistics. And so whether you're in Australia or the United States or the UK, um, about a third of adults are categorized as obese. Mm. It's staggering. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And with, yeah, with that comes all sorts of health issues, right? Yeah. Like the most common one I see is um, diabetes too. Mm. I've had some people come who maybe they get a diagnosis that they're sort of on that borderline, like their doctor telling them they have to go on meds and they find when they change their diet, maybe they, they can avoid it. No, certainly there's tons of genetic things and there's a lot that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, yeah, it, I guess it brings me into asking, like, how does it, eating healthy in a way, how, how does that fuel your business? Because we think about it in, um, you know, health-wise and purposes and all of that, but in what way can healthy eating, like, fuel our business? Well, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is energy, right? Mm. Um, and, um, you know, you talk about you being Uh, high energy. And I think there's a lot of people who aren't naturally as energetic. And and, um, when we think of food as fuel, it really can make a difference. Um, Mm. And I have people noticing that pretty quickly, especially if they really aren't eating well to start off with. Um, There can be a pretty uh, drastic change. And the other thing that I think is relevant is like, I think for people who do struggle with their weight, like to feel our best, to feel like we're keeping our word to ourselves. Mm. I think we feel our best. It's not about the number on the scale. It's about keeping our word to ourselves. You know, as coaches, we talk about being in alignment, like doing the thing you intend to do. So I just feel like for me, it's really sort of a confidence boost. You know, it makes me feel like I'm walking the walk. I'm authentic. I'm doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's um, that sort of accountability to yourself is going to help like shift it into your business. You know, it, it, it's like when you, um, you know, set a goal and you achieve it in one area gives you that, oh, if I can do it here, then of course I could do it here or do it somewhere else or do it somewhere else. So I guess it's that flow on effect, right? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. 
I love that, which follows in perfectly to my next question about how does it fuel your mind eating healthy? Tell me about that. Well, it's funny because I could actually just build off of what you just said, Mm. excuse me, about how you do something in one part of your life rolls into other parts of your life, you know, to watch what we eat, um, to make a conscious choice to eat foods that are going to fuel us and don't just taste delicious or easy to get, that really requires a managed mind. You know, it requires us to engage our higher brain. You know, we need to think beyond this moment right here Mm. and then, you know, look ahead and consider the consequences of our choices and then ultimately make the decision, you know, what decision do we want to make? And, and so if we don't do this practice, you know, the food really controls us. And that's the biggest thing that I hear too. Like, so, so it, it makes you feel like you have, it's empowering, right? Mm. You have control over your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's going to help, I guess, in every way, right? When you feel like you've got this control over, over your mind and you're not letting the thoughts and the feelings take over, you know, it's like, we can always be that one step ahead if we can control the thoughts and be like, Oh, hang on. There's that thought. I've got this. I'm going to control the next part of the feeling and shift into the feeling I want rather than letting the feeling take over. And then we all know what happens. (laughs) You know, until I started this work, I had no idea. It like, I would Mm. joke, but it was true. It felt like an alien took over my body. Like I just like an out of body experience, like I'm eating and Mm -hmm. like just really felt powerless to stop. It's, It's kind of a really strange thing. Once you start it can be difficult to stop. So just even knowing that it's possible, like even just having this awareness, like who knew? (laughs) I think a lot of people um, that I see, um, you know, we're just not taught this kind of thing that we can um, look at things differently and realize how much power we have. Yeah. And it's, it's the same within a a business and where we're running our coaching businesses. You know, I, I work with, with many clients and, and it's, it's almost like that blame game, you know, it's like an aliens in my body taking it over and I have no control over the biscuits I'm eating right now. And it's the same thing. It's like, Oh, I can't get that thing done in my business because of something else or, you know, something else is so much more important, you know, and it's the same sort of, I guess, buffering if we want to call it that, you know, it's the same sort of powerless. I can't get those things done in my business. I, mm-hmm. I can't control my time. I can't do this, you know, or we shift the blame onto something else, you know, the biscuit tastes too good. <laughs> and blame the biscuit. The, that's right. And then back to the story, we tell ourselves, like, I just, yeah. you know, once I start, I can't stop, you know, uh-huh. and, and, like then starting to believe it's true. Just like, I don't have time to make it to the gym. Like it's yeah. just a fact. Well, yeah. maybe it's not really a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's so, so interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, I love it. And I guess then, so moving on into the world of, you know, buffering. And of course, for those listeners who don't know what that is, 
um, you know, it's doing something else that feels better in the moment to avoid, you know, feelings because we don't like feelings, Tom. Or I actually, I think a lot of buffering is to also avoid doing things. Oh, for sure. Especially when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that thing on my calendar I don't want to do. So, of course, I'm going to do something else that feels better, which mm-hmm. often turns to food. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, how can, how, what tips do you have that we can avoid, like snacking and all of that in our business? Like, how do we stop doing that to avoid the things we hate doing in our business? <laughs> like, Back to even the awareness. I have to be honest. I had no idea Mm. that procrastinating Mm -hmm. was like that going and having a snack (laughs) was I'm doing that because I'm avoiding something else. No Mm -hmm. idea. You know, you think about not eating well and that comes from, oh, I'm feeling sad or, you know, but no, it can be any you know, mm-hmm. anything. There's even a term for it. You know, um, Corinne Crabtree calls calls it um, procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> so it really, you know, it is a thing. And Absolutely. and I, I think in terms of what we can do about it, I mean, the first step, like, is it even a problem? Like maybe for some people, it's not, you know, a problem, but if it is getting in the way of getting your work done, mm. um, is to believe it's important, you know, like you were talking about, like with the health, you know, if it's not a priority, I'm just not going to put in the time. It really, like, I have to be conscious that this is important to me. And um, another big one, back to my original thought that I have no control, is that just believe it's possible. Like, it is possible that I can eat healthy and run a business you know, so with that, then we can jump into some strategies. Okay, now how how can I make that happen? And um, I can share if you'd like some of the things that my what I found my clients have have um, found helpful. So, like one thing is so useful is like how can I simplify? Um, Mm. Is there, I'm not sure if you guys have that in Australia, but we have um, a chain called Trader Joe's and they have a lot of food that is, um, they have all kinds of food and they have some fresh food produce that's sort of put together and almost ready to go. And like, you Mm. know, there's like a stir fry and it's fresh. It's, you know, and all you have to do, I, I stick it in the wok and throw some sauce on it, you know? So like finding ways to make it um, easier, what, you know, and that can look a lot of different ways. Um, You and I talked um, a couple of weeks ago about this idea about prep. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest, uh, the biggest factors. Like if it, it, and like prep just means having the things around. Like if you literally don't have anything in the house, you know, what are you going to turn, turn to and what never goes bad? What, what, you know, it's the packaged foods. It, and those are the foods that tend to, do less to fuel our body. They're, there's less, um, they're less nutrient dense. And yeah. it, it, ta- it does take 
you know, some more trips to the grocery store to make sure you have some fresh, you know, fruits and, and vegetables. So um, I think that that piece is one of the most important is um, to prepare to, to yeah. um, and then if you can kind of create a habit around it, um, we know that the benefit of a habit is that you just don't have to think about it so much once you get into the routine of doing it. So just to sort of put it in our calendar, decide on Thursdays, I, I think about kind of basically what I might want. And I uh, go to the grocery store on Friday. And then on Saturday, I do just a little bit of this food prep. And like what that might look like is maybe you bought cantaloupe. And in the moment, you feel like having, you know, you're hungry, but there's um, chips or there's cantaloupe that's still in its whole state, you know, it takes some effort to make the decision that I'm going to stop doing whatever I'm doing to slice up this cantaloupe now. So that, that would just be a nice example of something that just a little bit of food prep ahead of time is going to make it that much more likely that you would actually um, do it. You're oh. giving me a look. <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just laughing about something in my head. It's just because I learned the South African word for cantaloupe and for our Australian listeners, she is talking about rock melon. (laughs) And for our South African listeners, I actually don't know if we have South African listeners. I should check the stats on that. But if we do, that is our favorite Spansbok. Oh no, I think I said it wrong. I love that. How fun is it that there's That's why I'm giving things. you a look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spawn spec. There we go. And it, it's actually quite funny. I have my friend from Japan staying with me at the moment and she was the person that in South Africa we learned that word. So funny, fun story for all of you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you clarified. People would have no idea. What is she talking about? Yeah, what, what is a cantaloupe? What is she talking about? So that that's what that was the look. I was actually having a conversation in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, another, another thing that comes up is like at thinking about doing a little preparing ahead of time is huh. um, we call it batch prepping. Mm, mm -hmm. So like if you make a soup or a stew and you make a little bit extra and you freeze Mm. some and then, you know, you make a lasagna and and, um, you make a point of freezing a little bit. And so then you've got these, you know, quick grab foods that you know what's gone in them, that, that, that you've prepared and you kind of create a little stockpile of a variety of, of things that, you know, you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. And it I think it comes when it when it comes to a business and especially when you're looking at your focus time, right? And and you know, it, depending on how you plan your calendar, by if you've got, you know, this set three hours every day, this is where I sit down, no, nothing interrupts me. I have no distractions. It's all my focus time. And if you're planning in that way, you plan in like your, your food and, and what you're going to eat, you know, because otherwise you're spending, you're wasting all of this time thinking, what am I going to eat? What am I going to do here? What am I going to do that? You can like get rid of all of that, have it planned and ready to go. And especially when it comes to, I always make big batches of stuff and freeze it in portions because why wouldn't you? All you got to do is take it out and heat it up. You know, you've cooked it, you know what's in it. 
it's ready to go. You don't need to think about it and you're not wasting that time. So if you've got, say, one hour for your lunch, it's basically they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Not trying to cook and do stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. it's just all. I think in- there's sometimes some resistance to planning ahead. You know, mm-hmm. people think like, well, I won't have the spontaneity. How, how yeah. do I know what I'm going to want to eat? And and it really is a curious um situation that unless you really experience it that actually there's freedom in deciding ahead of time you know you just you don't have to think about it It, it's done Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 the same resistance I get from um you know business clients you know it's like I don't want to plan I can't plan my time like that it's the exact same thing by there is so much more freedom in planning because it's it's done. And it's like when you're running a business, you get to that time at 9 a.m., you don't want to do that thing, you know, but you're going to do it anyway. So it's the same as, as eating, I think, right? Instead of letting your brain, of course your brain's going to want to eat a chocolate cake instead of, do you know what I mean? It's the yeah. same thing. Don't yeah, let it. Sure this is what I eat. This is what's in front of me. That's what I'm doing. It's the same as when you're running a business, I get to that time. I don't want to do the thing, but I do it anyway. It's Mm -hmm. the same concept, you know, we're thinking, yeah, yeah. we're we're not letting that primitive. I want the chocolate takeover. We're eating what's there. What was set, just eat it. Yeah. And then, and then maybe you're the person who just thinks that's not what what you do. I actually have a new client and I mean, literally she had such a block about planning. Like, I don't know Mm. what to make and Mm. gee, the grocery list. I mean, it was a big deal Mm. and she's just doing so well just by making that commitment. And right at this moment, maybe it's taken some effort to make it a habit, but it makes all the difference, you know, and, and it's one of those things that maybe we don't even think about that we have to plan for. Like we just like, oh, I'll wing it. I'll have whatever. And sometimes that works. And a lot of times it, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I had a funny thing. Um, a funny discovery is a um, mm. couple of years back, I started um, intermittent fasting mm. and I discovered it saved me so much time one less meal. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> it is one less meal. You know, of course you can think that it's, it's, um, you know, not one that takes a lot of time, but you know, when you piece it all together, there's some time involved. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and tell me, I'm, I'm, really curious to know what are what are some like common excuses that you've heard for you know not not eating healthy while we're running a business I'm assuming too busy obviously (laughs) so and then what's the consequence of too busy I don't have enough time you know and um yeah a favorite one that I would hear is you know if I just had like like a private chef, like Oprah does, I, you know, it'd be so easy, right? <laughs> well, look how it's working for her. You know, it's still, it, it's not right. It's still the choice that you Absolutely. make. It's not, it's not about that. Somebody's making you food. And, um, 
I heard her speak once. And what was interesting is you just automatically think private chef. Oh, that's going to make it easy. And yes, sometimes the private chef does make things for her that are very, um, that she enjoys and she likes to entertain a lot. And so sometimes Mm. she's got these fabulous chef who's making breakfast pastries for all of her 15 guests. You know, there she is with breast pastries. You know, there's another side to it too. Mm. It's not necessarily, you know, and if it's not that it's something else, right? If it's Mm -hmm. not the not having enough time, I'd say another big one is, um, that it's really hard, especially since the pandemic, let's say, well, I'm sitting right next to the refrigerator, you know, it's just right there, it's calling me. Um, Pre-pandemic when when more people were in the workplace, you know, like, oh, I, I, I pass by the candy jar 12 times a day. Um, and and the food is everywhere. I mean, it, it is a real, it is a real thing. Um, Sometimes we can use it as an excuse. Another one that, that I hear is um, moms with kids. Well, I have to buy the X, Y, and Z because I don't want to deprive the kids or just because I'm not eating it, I still need to buy it for them. Really? Do mm-hmm. they really, do they really need it? You know, so, um, so there's that. And, and then the legitimate part, I love this word. We live in an obesogenic society. Like things are, I mean, like, why are we, why is it challenging? Um, Everywhere you go, there's food, you know, like, and appealing food. Mm. You know, think about, like I was thinking about Best Buy. I'm not sure if you have those. It's an electronic store. (laughs) And like, there'd be no reason for them to have food. And they've got candy bars at checkout. You know, so it, it it's not even just at the grocery store. It's mm, everywhere. Yeah, that's like how you have um I think you have like McDonald's and stuff in your Walmarts, don't you? And random things like that. Yeah. So easy to yeah. and, and again, you're in a rush. And what's yeah. easy? Like it's oh, this and and remember when I asked you early on about like what's more important than health. Well, when you're thinking like the most important thing is my business and mm-hmm. I could just grab this quickly, exactly. you know, it makes sense, you know, and that's just kind of not, um, you know, when everything's going well, sometimes we forget. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes so much focus. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're thinking number one right now is business. Number one right now is this goal. You forget the other parts, which is so much more important, right? Yeah. And I do find, of course, that um, people will say it it tends to be a little older person who's more concerned about the health part. And typically, because they've already started to to develop some sort of a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't get around, you know, I want to keep up with my family, but because of, you know, because of how I feel, I can't participate in those things. And then I mentioned the doctor example. Um, So, yeah. 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 So interesting. Health's number one, right? Even when we're running a business, people, health is number one. (laughs) Right? 
yeah. when you really get down to it. Yeah. Well, I think of when you have a paper cut, right? Suddenly you notice that paper cut, right? Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Those things hurt. <laughs> right? And then, then you're paying attention to it. Yeah. I had a broken toe. Who knew? Who knew toes were so valuable? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so true. We just don't pay attention to what we can't see, but the most important part is in our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah, we're coming coming close to wrapping up. So tell us, where can our listeners find you if they want to work with you? What's the best place to find so you? So I am um, easy to find. I'm Toby, T-O-B-I, and you can find me at bestlifecoachtoby.com. Bestlifecoachtoby.com. And I'm on the media, the Instagram and Facebook and stuff with that same best life coach Toby. Beautiful. All of the places easy to find. I love it. Love it. And tell us what's your biggest tip you have to leave with our listeners today? Start small. You know, make we get all ambitious. And we think we need to make these giant changes. And really, it's just a collection of small changes. And, you know, maybe it's just adding another vegetable at lunch or, you know, it it doesn't have to be like suddenly I'm cooking all kinds of new things. So we're really trying to make changes that we can sustain um, that fit within your lifestyle, fit within your food preferences. So do make changes that you think you can actually sustain. And it's so much easier to, to make that actually happen. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Um, and well, that brings us to the end of this episode. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, it was, it was a ball. It was a really fun one. So thanks so much for that. And yeah, as for everyone else, have an awesome week changing the world one mind at a time. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.